following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another session here at the Kick Pie Dojo. I am your host slash sensei, TJ Williams, giving the insider of my martial arts journey, analyzing and discussing certain martial arts-based subjects, and also highlighting martial artists past, present, and future all around the world. Okay, so of course, um, we are closing or concluding November, and we're going right into December, which is, of course, the last month of the year. And, of course, this year has pretty much gone very swiftly, uh, very fast. Um, like I say, this is, I can say this episode is a post-Thanksgiving um, episode. I say I hope everybody had um, a genuine um, Thanksgiving. Of course, you know, with a lot of things been going on lately, of course, the COVID-19 is still out there. Uh, but yet, uh, as you heard, there's different variations um going on out there and of course um the booster shot is of course being offered to adults and yet i still gotta get mine but nevertheless we're well i want to at least well a lot of us wants to finish this this year strong we get through december and we go into 2022 with a good start of course we had a lot of losses and of course, things are still going crazy around the around the United States. But yet, here on this podcast, we want to keep things every everything positive and share like positive goals, shot positive positive adventures. Of course, um, I had um, I think of uh, Tori Eldridge. I had on the show. I went a straight hour with her, and of course, I went. Um, had a good discussion with um, Andrea Hawkins, who's um, of course she gave me a couple shout outs, and I'm very um, looking forward to getting her co-host of um, um. She does that every Friday morning at 9 a.m. Well, from pretty much where, well, pretty much 6 a.m. Probably from where I'm at, it's 9 a.m., but from if you live in the Pacific region, like from California to Arizona, um, it's like 6 o'clock. So it's a three-hour difference from where I'm at. So I'm in the eastern side, of course, western New York. Okay, so um, this episode, I'm kind of um, going with um, um, inspirational quotes in the martial arts. Now, I'm kind of thinking of... Um, Andrea um, Hawkins, of course, she's very known to um, give out inspirational quotes, and and she has her books out about um, inspirational women that are in the martial arts that have gone through obstacles, and it serves as an idea to inspire you to develop leadership. 
So with these quotes, I kind of went online and looked at a website that had like 25 martial arts quotes. And, you know, for me, I just picked like 12 of them. And yet I got one from another website. So I'm going to read these off to you and kind of give my my analytic um, opinion or my analysis, I should say, and kind of discuss these quotes. All right. So this um, one first quote comes from Soy Bisad Ahmadi. Uh, so, yeah, so I mean, most of these names I can't pronounce, but then, no, you got Sok um, Bisad um, Ahmadi. So I guess he is like um, a pioneer in martial arts. And he said this quote, the warrior guided, guided by the spirit serves humanity. The warrior without the warrior without serves the ego. So let me read that again. The warrior guided by the spirit serves humanity. The warrior without serves the ego. So with the way I way this sounds, of course, a true warrior is, you know, you got five, four things. You got to have the mind of a martial artist. You got to have the spirit of a martial artist. You have the heart and you have to have the must, the body of a martial artist. So even lacking one of those could lead to an ego. So yet, if you don't have the spirit to serve humanity, and yet you're going to serve your ego, which means are you using martial arts to help others or just help yourself? So when you think about it, you know, this is the one thing I teach my students is, you know, the reason why I'm an instructor you know, I'm out there to serve humanity. You know, I'm not out there to feed my ego. You know, it'd be stupid. You know, I, last thing I want, you know, really, I really want to focus on my students, making sure they know their techniques, they know their their materials, and let's face it, you know, I always try to look for that problem that they develop. Like, say, they go, they get behind in, uh, Say they don't know, they're not sure of a kata. You know, I kind of go over it. And, you know, I always talk about, um, yeah, making sure that you're training. You know, if you don't train, or at least don't put your heart into training, then it's going to be difficult for you to even get ready for your next belt level. I mean, I always get on these students. You know, but, you know, but yet there's always limitations that um, prevent them from getting to their to, to their next level. All right, so just think about just read that again. The warrior guided by the spirit serves humanity. The warrior without serves the ego. So remember that it's that quote from Sok Bizan um, Ramadi. Amadi, yeah. All right, the next one comes from Gene Dunn. Uh, of course, if you don't know what Gene Dunn is, of course he's uh, um, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, and a practitioner of um, he's a practitioner pr- practitioner of Brazilian jiu-jitsu and Shotokan. And of course, he has a school in Brooklyn. 
So he teaches both um, Shotokan and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or basically Jiu-Jitsu. And of course, he has his own podcast, The Gentle Art Podcast, in which um, he's also an artist. I've seen his work, looked on Instagram, uh, looked very talented. You know, I wish I'd get back to drawing. So that might be when I get like less busy with everything. Or maybe when I retire. But nevertheless, he says this quote. Your talent means nothing if you're not using your... Te- well, let me see. Let me start this over here. Your technique means nothing if you're not using your talent for the betterment of humanity. I repeat again. Your technique means nothing if you're not using your talents for the betterment of humanity. That kind of goes back to the first quote. I mean, you got to have that spirit to, to really guide the goal to help you, to really guide people. I mean, but, but think about it. You're teaching them the same thing. Are you using your technique to better humanity? Or are you using your technique just to um, prove or just um, feed your ego? I mean, one thing, I want them to understand that oh, the purpose of a good technique is to make a statement. You know, you, you're getting bullied or you have that person or getting attacked out in the street. You're making a statement to that attacker or that bully saying that I don't want to be a prop. I don't want to be a detriment. I don't want to be a problem to you. So just leave me be. But yet your technique has to mean something. It's not the at the point where you're hurting somebody, but it's at the point where you're making a statement that I don't want you to mess with me. I mean, I have nothing against you. I mean, whatever problems you're having. I understand, but I don't want you to lay your problems on me because it's it's too hard on you. I mean, you understand. There's like, really, there's always a weakness to everybody. You know, boys like to pick on the weak, but yet the weakness, they have a weakness of themselves. All right. So definitely going back to this quote. All right. Gene Dunn said it best. Your technique means nothing if you're not using your technique, your talents for the betterment, betterment of humanity. All right. So keep that in mind. So kind of have your own perspective or your own analysis of what that quote means. All right. Number three, protecting yourself is self-defense. Protecting others is warriorship. All right. So this quote comes from. From um, Bodine Sanders, Sanders, of course, another author, or should I say, another philosopher, who have uh, did a couple books. I mean, they're out there. So all these um, books he writes is basically philosophy, straight up philosophy. I mean, basically, to be a true martial artist, you gotta at least have some philosophy and pretty much in your teaching, right? So. A lot of that philosophy comes from religion. Of course, you got Christianity and all all the other stuff. You know, like I said, I'm not highly religious, but, you know, I have respect for it. Because, you know, the things that you find in the 
and religion are very um very well known, or should I say, to um your uh, to your training or to how you treat people or how you live your life. Alright, so with this you're protecting yourself is yeah, you're protecting yourself is self defense. Protecting others is warriorship. I mean it's good to protect yourself, but protecting others, you know, it's warriorship. I mean, let's face it, you know, you are not the type of person that wants to get hurt, but you see other people get hurt. I mean, I mean, one thing, do you just stand there or do you kind of step in and say, you know, I don't like seeing this person get hurt. I want to at least, yeah, warriorship. You know, that's the thing, thing about most managers, you know, a job. Let's put this in another perspective. You're a manager of a company or you're kind of like a general manager. You're not running the company. You're just in charge. I mean, the question is, as a manager, are you still a warrior or you're a tyrant? I mean, yeah, one thing you want to protect your your title as a manager. But at the same time, you want to also be a warrior. I mean, that's been the main problem. With most people, you know, people are so busy. Like I said, you're feeding your ego based on your position. You know, that's been the problem with most places. You know, you got the same manager or certain manager that does nothing but barks orders. It's, it's all about barking orders and not getting your hands dirty. I mean, are you just barking orders and just standing behind a rock or... No, you'd rather be the that manager that is going to spark orders. Well, give orders, but at the same time, you're fighting. You're not standing behind your army. You're, in, you're side by side with your army. You're in front of your army fighting. You're leading them into battle. So it's the same thing as an instructor. You know, you're protecting yourself. I mean, you're protecting who you are, but you also... Are protecting your army, your your soldiers, your students. You know, you always have to be by their side when they're fighting. So really, when I'm going over Akata's um, techniques or just warming up, you know, sometimes. Lead the class or I just let them lead themselves. You know, they make better leaders when they're focused on their own training. But, you know, that's the thing that you want to think about when you're when you when this quote, you think about this quote, you're protecting yourself as well as your army. So going back to this quote, protecting yourself is self-defense, protecting others is warriorship coming for coming from coming from Bodie Sanders. Right, so likely I think I got him on Instagram. I might have him as a, I might want to have him as a guest on the show in the near future. So that's the thing. I want to at least make 2022 a better year for the kick pod. I mean, I'm pretty much going almost two years with this show, with this podcast. I mean, I got through 2020 very well, and I'm getting through 2021 as excellent as I can be. 
All right, I'm just letting everybody know about this show, especially the guests I invite on the show. All right, going for the next one. Next quote coming from Brandon Lee, the late Brandon Lee, the son of the late Bruce Lee. And he says, for me, the martial arts is a search for something inside. It's not just a physical discipline. So let me read again. For me, the martial arts is a search for something inside. It's not just a physical discipline. So thinking about this, of course, it's all about physicality when you're doing martial arts. Of course, you got to keep yourself in physical shape, especially when you're teaching traditional karate or martial arts. You know, you got Shotokan, Kenpo, all right, Tank Sudo, Taekwondo. You know, you're teaching your students how they fought or how they were taught years ago. Mostly that's when you're going traditional, traditional techniques, it's muscle building. I mean, you're building them up from teaching them traditional stances and how to punch and how to use your muscles when you're doing traditional fighting. And really, and when you think about martial arts, you're searching for something inside. You're searching your true potential. So think about it. If you're the type of person that doesn't like to get, be in front of people, I mean, yet I feel like martial arts can unlock that. You're searching for that courage to be that person that's going to go in front of probably hundreds or even thousands or millions of people just to tell them a story or at least tell them about your success. I mean, everybody has to know, like you, I mean, you're a voice in this world. And when you're a voice in this world, people really listen. It's like, you know, you're, well, put this in a, a, a perspective. Like one thing, if you're a victim of, you know, rape or sexual assault, you know, you want people to make, you want to be the voice of the world that it's not okay. Simply, and you know, I'm against that. I'm against that stuff. You know, I'm against rape, you know. Think of people, well, let's say you have to treat people as fairly as possible. You know, don't treat them like because they're below you or they're from their different race or even gender or even sexual um, orientation. You know, you don't want to be that person that just treats people based on what you see. I mean, at least get to know the book before you even judge it. You know, never judge a book by its cover. I mean, let's face it. There's so many books out there that I can read out there. I can look at the cover and say, this is stupid, but it's not. But nevertheless, you want to look at something decent. All right. So kind of reading that quote again from Brandon Lee. For me. The martial arts is a search for something inside. It's not just a physical discipline. All right, going to the next one. All right. The essential of war. Well, this is going back. Oh, here goes another one from um, Soak. Um, busy, oh my man, these names. Okay, I'm going to say this. Okay. Soak. Uh, soak. 
Bisan Bisan Armadi. Well, I don't know if I said it right, but you know, here's another quote from um, the essential of a of warrior traits are demonstrated by integrity with self and honesty with others. So I read it again. The essential of warrior traits are demonstrated by integrity with self and honesty with others. Honestly, to kind of analyze this, this quote, basically you want to be honest with yourself as well as being honest with everybody else. I mean, if you're not honest with yourself, likely you're not going to be honest with others. I mean, I tell these, I tell my students this, you know, you want to be honest with yourself. If you know that you're having trouble with something, I mean, it's best to be honest with it. You know, if you're not, if you're going to deny that you don't have a problem, then, you know, you're going to, you're just basically lying to yourself as well as lying to me. I mean, I always teach these, I want to teach these kids that if you're having trouble understanding something, I mean, you always got to have the encourage to ask. I always tell them that if they understand and then they say yes. I mean, you want to be, demonstrate that integrity with yourself. I mean, that's the true nature of a warrior. A warrior admits to their problems. I mean, you don't want to be that type of warrior that just says, hey, um, I'm I'm a perfect warrior. I don't have any problems. Everybody has problems. You just got to have, you just one, but always have the solution to a problem. If you don't, if you can't find a solution, always find somebody that knows a solution. Or ask around, get people's opinion. You know, I always say that there's people that know a lot more than you are taught. All right. So just to read that again, the essential of warrior traits are demonstrated by integrity with self and honesty with others. All right. So kind of think of that over and analyze. All right. Next one comes from Master Ian Ian Armstrong, all right, two-time world champion in Kung Fu, all right, and he says this, I can show you the path, but I cannot walk the path for you. Wait a minute, let me, let me read that again. I can show you the path, but I can't walk it for you. Roughly translate, let me put this um, in easy's perspective. You know, I can show you what to do, but you got to be willing to do it, do the work. I mean, really, I mean, how many people, you know, that's the thing I always tell my students. I'm not going to test you if you don't, if you're not willing to do the work. I mean, showing up is one thing, but doing the work is another. I mean, just because you show up doesn't mean you're, I'm going to give you a belt. See, that's the thing about most of these McDojos that um, are out here. Just giving out belts and not at least showing people the path of how to earn a belt or at least how to earn your, your, um, so say, your skills. Learn your, to earn your skills to be a martial artist. I mean, 
pretty much throughout the 25 years I've trained, I always wanted to earn my skills and learn and earn my ability to protect myself, not only physically, but mentally, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I mean, that's one thing that, of course, of course, Ian Armstrong is trying to say, you know, I can show you the path, but you got, but you got to walk it. You got to be willing to walk it yourself. I mean, I'm not going to be doing things for people. So that's pretty much been the problem. Kind of going off subject, you know, you know, I can show you how to do your work, but you got to be willing to do it. I'm not going to do things for you. You know, if you're the type of person that just beats off of others, you're, I mean, that's, then that just makes you horrible. I am. So, kind of read that quote one more time so you can analyze it yourself. I can show you the path, but I cannot walk it for you. All right, next one. There's, there's a part of martial arts where we need humi hum humility and respect coming from this quote comes from Eddie Alvarez, MMA light, lightweight and weatherweight, weatherweight, um, um, UFC fighter and champion. I mean, he said the, there's a part of martial arts where you need humility 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 and respect so just think about it if I think about it humble or she is the same let's look at this way let's look at this way kind of analyze it yeah you know you want to have that you want to be humble and you want to be respectful I mean that's the one that's the main thing that martial arts teach you I mean, one thing I always say, and I pretty much know this, always keep your eyes and ears open and not, and not talk. I mean, you only talk when you're asked a question or you're spoken to. I mean, you can't be that type of person that just speaks out of line. You know, that's the worst thing about kids. I mean, one thing for kids, you know, their kids would be kids, but you know, the main thing that really sets them off as they like to talk. And then yet, um, of course, yet sometimes those kids are not given the values of like that humi humil humility and respect. Humility and respect. So this is what Eddie Alvarez is trying to explain. You know, there's a part of martial arts where you need to need humility. You need to learn that being humble. And always willing to learn. Alright, so say this quote one more time. Uh, there's a part of martial arts where we need humility and respect. Alright, so of course I'm almost get to the close of this um this podcast, so I'm gonna read a couple more. Alright, this next one comes from Mao Zhu. Uh, Chinese philosopher going back to the 4th century BC. The best fighter is never angry. Alright, it's just thinking about this. The best fighter is never angry. Uh, so, look at it this way. 
I mean, usually I could put this in best perspectives. Pretty much put it. I'm gonna put this in my wrestling gimmick. A game is not a game if you don't lose at all. I mean, one thing. The best fighters has got to be the ones that are is willing to lose. Learn cannot be afraid to lose. I mean, that's you know one thing that people are so overwhelmed about is like if I I don't want to lose. I don't want always want to be the best fighter that I can be. You know, but one thing to understand that I learned this very well: nobody's undefeated. You know, everybody can be undefeated at a, like a short period of time, but there's got to be a point where defeat calls your name. I mean, one thing, defeat is not something that people like, but you got to be able to win or lose to be able to grow. So with this quote, the best fighter is never angry. You know, you want to be that type of fighter that is prepared to lose but at the same time, it's prepared to win. Because you know, there's always someone out there that's better. You know, for me, um, for this um, this year's um, International Training Conference in Vegas, you know, I was nominated for Most Inspirational. You know, I was really looking forward to win. But at the same time, I was prepared to not, not win. You know, but figured I'd win anyway because I was nominated. And, you know... We all win because we all made it back to the the, um, the convention. I mean, we were all there, really um, ready to get this convention, get this convention rolling. So I could say I can't be angry about not getting most inspirational. But you know, there's always next year. There's always a year before that. But you know, I think my biggest goal is. Um, when I get um, my fifth degree, that's going to be my biggest present, my biggest goal right there. And I'm looking forward to it in 2023. All right. So I'm going to do one more, one more quote. All right. This comes f from Bodine um, Sanders again. A black belt is nothing more than a belt, a piece of cloth. Your ultimate goal should be to be a black belt. Being a black belt is a is a state of mind, a way of life. All right, I'll read that quote one more time. A black belt is nothing more than a belt, a piece of cloth. Your ultimate goal should be to be a black belt. Being a black belt is a state of mind, a way of life. All right, so going back to kind of the McDojo you know, so basically if you're given a black belt and so that makes you a black belt, but yet do you behave or do you train or do you fight like a black belt? You know, you could be just given a belt. You could like really, you could just buy a black belt from Amazon and you could tell people that you're a black belt, but they're going to at least question your credibility as a black belt. I mean. Are you, I mean, do you train, what style do you train? They're going to act or who trained you? I mean, this is going back to the one episode of um, the video I got from YouTube. 
about um, a guy buying his belt from Amazon and just going to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu school. And, of course, from there, he gets beat up. And it's just, it's just, it's just proof that she, don't try to think that you're a black belt. You got to retrain yourself and know you're a black belt. So with me, what I mean, I spent roughly 25 years training in a dojo and really trying to perfect my technique every time. You know, it's all about perfecting your technique. Getting the belt means nothing if you're not willing to become a black belt or be a black belt. Really show that attitude or show that humidity of a, a black belt. All right, so definitely these are excellent quotes. You know, really, it's like if you ever have a to look up these quotes and really see um, how how these could affect your life and how these can make your life better. I mean, feel free to read, but definitely, you know, some of these people that I see on in like Instagram, you know, I wanted them to get on a show and be able to explain their their background all right so definitely that's gonna be my focus for 2022 get as many guests as possible oh okay so kind of finishing up this um this post um thanksgiving um episode with um a little closing of course for those who are just tuning in all right make sure you're um, listening to my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And for those who have been watching me or been um, listening to me f- from the start of my podcast, so thank you so much for listening. And basically, get make sure you share and get my podcast going out there. I want to try to aim for the world. All right. So thank you so much. And I'll see you next time for another episode here to Kick Pie Dojo. This is your sensei, TJ Williams, bowing you out.